Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Well, hey everyone, it's Janet Richmond, the Higher Self Voice, and it's January 26, 2020. I have com- had completely screwed up the date and was supposed to record this today at 11.30, but I put it yesterday, so it's now at 12. And when I realized my error. So, welcome. I'm so happy to be here. I'm here for one reason and one reason only, and that is because the higher self came in and suggested that I do this podcast, this video for for people to do a healing, a very important healing that, and I agree, so I agree to do it. Um anyway, I'm I don't come on very often anymore. I do miss it. Life has been crazy for me like everyone else. The uh, anyway, I will just get started. So, first of all, I want to just mention COVID because COVID appeared, right? I have done two other podcasts on COVID on the 19th, um, in May, I don't know the exact date, it was in May of 2020. The Higher Selves again asked me to, they brought me a bunch of information on COVID and they asked me to present it to the world, so to speak, which I did. And so I'm just going to mention it today because where we are is part of the COVID effect, I want to say. I'm not going to go into it very much because I have those two other podcasts you can listen to. It's pretty fascinating. I mean, the higher self explain it really well, and I passed it on to you all. But in any case, COVID appeared. It was co-created with the planet. I'm not going to explain that. Uh, it was used as a mechanism to kind of shake up the humanities and give us opportunities to and challenges and new perspectives to help us look at where we are, where we're stuck, where we need to grow, what we need to learn, help us shift our ideas, our viewpoints, our concepts, our perspectives. It is an opportunity for all of us to look within, to question, to reformulate new ways to unfold, ways to keep the good, and let go of what was holding us back. So it was a shakeup, okay? And there's been a lot of shakeup, and every single soul around the planet has felt it. Now, we're trying to cope. We're trying to do the learning thing. We're trying to find the new strategies. We're trying to find, see hope as much as we can and find respite. Uh, it's not only every individual, but because every individual's make up towns, cities, governments, countries, uh, villages, companies, 
every single one of those institutions are also being shaken up, also having this opportunity because they're all a conglomerate of people. Okay. And we all struggle. Okay. So how does this fit in with inaugurations? I, I'm not going to go into it, but it is everything that's happened in the United States is happening elsewhere. It's not just here. But the inauguration was sort of symbolic of, okay, there was a shakeup, and we had a result, right? We've had many opportunities, many tests, many possibilities came up, and what unfolded, unfolded. So once again, the higher self came to me. It was two days after the inauguration. I was out walking. I do a lot of my healing, a lot of my bringing information in when I walk um, for myself and for others and or for the country. I do, I do many healings almost every day. Anyway, and they said that for many with a new man in office, there is hope. They feel like there's a chance to get some of the issues or the problems they're experiencing um, to get help because many might feel that the man will listen and that he cares. Big job in front of him. We don't know how it's all going to turn out. But there is this sense of relief for many. And the higher self said, however, this is the big but, okay, um, there are many who don't feel that way. Instead, they feel left behind, hurt, angry, vengeful, lied to, taken advantage of, cheated, misjudged, and hopeless. And hope is powerful. I think I'm talking to the choir. I think we all understand how powerful hope is. And it truly is. It's extremely powerful energy. And without hope, when you get to that hopeless situation, there is the possibility that this, these feelings can engender behavior that can be belligerent, violent, criminal, vengeful, hatred, all sorts of feelings and behaviors that can be hurtful in some way to themselves or to others. And therefore, the higher self asked me to do a healing on all of that group. We won't know who any of them are necessarily, known and unknown. And it is not to imply that the rest of us don't need healing. We all have things to learn, to grow, to heal, to balance, what places to, that we need hope. We all have it. But if in particular, we're going to focus on that group today. And if you've seen any of my other podcasts or videos, I do focus on specific groups from time to time. It's, it just helps. I don't know. It just helps bring the focus in. Okay. So we all suffer. We all have pain. But I am going to focus on this group today. Okay. Now, just be aware that there is no soul that is too small, too lost, too unworthy 
too undeserving. No soul is undeserving. There's no soul that isn't deserving of help. The behavior of some we might find we may not find to be valuable behavior, but the person, the being, the individual always has value, worth, purity, and perfection. Every single soul has that. It's the behavior we don't like, the behavior that we might not find something we want in our lives, but the person, the individual, the being is something to love and something to value. There is no one that doesn't deserve it at any level, no matter what they've ever done. Okay? Oh, I just want to make that really clear. (laughs) Okay. I'm talking to the choir. I'm sure you all know that. And by the way, this healing will not be only for those who live in the U.S. Okay? This group, this sort of group that feels there's many millions of them, but most of the individuals there feel unseen, unheard, unappreciated, unhelped, cheated, betrayed, you know, lied to, all of these things, angry, frustrated. Those people are all over the globe. So this globe, so this globe, so this healing will not be just done for the people in this country. It is going to be a global healing. Okay. Now, before I start, I want to invite all of you to take part in the healing. It will add energy to what we do. It was it's also an opportunity that you can work on yourself because anything that I bring up in the healing for these individuals, this group of individuals, and sometimes each one of us is in that group in some way. We're not all free of those feelings, okay? Let's be really clear. So When I'm working on this group, I want everyone to be releasing the same things from themselves, okay? I want you to release the same things, even if you don't think you have it, okay? Please, I just discovered something I have the other day, which I never in a million years thought I had, okay? For the first time in my life the other day, I felt like, what can I do to get revenge on somebody, okay? And I'm like, what? Where did that come from? It came from deep hurt. And I luckily have this technique and I release the hurt, the anger, and the thoughts of revenge. I never would have ever done anything for revenge because I know that only hurts me. It doesn't necessarily even touch the other person. But I was so shocked and the higher self told me that I brought in that situation simply Because at the soul level, I wasn't going to be able to get to that feeling of revenge. I've not had it in my whole life. So it wasn't in my consciousness. It wasn't something I knew to let go of. So I brought in a situation. Luckily, it was really very quick. With the help of the higher self, I got over it in about an hour. But it gave me the opportunity to look. Oh, I have that inside? Whoa, who knew? So that's what I'm saying. Whatever I work on, whatever I say related to this group, I want everyone to release it themselves. And if there's something else I don't say, you're not limited to my words. You go ahead and release it, whatever comes up for you, because I can't say everything. There's, it's complicated. We all carry a little bit of everything, just in different degrees, 
it's intermingled and it works together with other things and it manifests in different details. So go ahead and release anything and everything. All right. Now, first, I'm going to do the amalgamation. I will explain as I go along. It simply means to become one with your divine energies. I'll explain everything as we go. Second, um, I'm then going to do the healing. And in the healing, I'm going to ask everybody to release. That's what I was speaking about just moments before. I'm going to talk about what I see, what I feel, what I'm um, what information I'm getting about what's being carried by the people in this particular group, this particular focus of attention that we have right now. And so the releases are going to be happening in each and every one of you can just say, I am releasing. If I talk about shame, I want you to release shame. Just say, I'm releasing shame. I'm, I don't know about, I don't think I have shame. But I'm going to do it anyway. Great. Perfect. I want you to release shame, whatever else. I say, and again, anything else that comes up, go ahead, release it. Now, <clears throat> if you don't think you have it, release it anyway. Uh, the reason is, is we've had so many past lives, so many past lives. We don't know what we felt, what we experienced, what we thought, what we believed, what happened to us, what the experiences were in all those lives. It's, a lot of it is just plain, it's a mystery. So, we need to let go of everything. All right. Now, after the releases, I'm going to be calling in the divine energies. Now, it's not really always after. Sometimes I do it during the release process. But in general, you can think about the divine energies as they move in, that they fill the spaces left empty by the releases. But they do more than that, and that's just symbolic. They also help us to release even deeper. So if we want to move, um, release self-hatred and help this group release self-hatred, and I'm going to call in the totality of all of the people who fit in this group, I don't know who they are. And most likely, because we all have pieces of this, don't all of us have sense that we've been lied to? I mean, that's something that we probably all experience. So most of us may already be in the group, but if you don't know you're in the group or not, and you may never know, and I may never know, I won't know, I want everybody just to um, call in the, okay, if, okay, if you feel that you've been lied to, the divine energies, I call in divine truth, divine clarity, divine understanding, uh, whatever, it's going to help you release the energies that aren't like it. So you're going to be able to let go of things like lack of self-love or being lied to, that sort of thing. That's how it works, that the divine energies symbolically fill those spaces, but they also help us with the releases. So it's good. All right. So I will be going back and forth probably with the releases and the divine energies. Now, as I said at the beginning, I am going to be mostly shutting my eyes. I can do this work very well with my eyes open as I do it every day, as I mentioned, um, as I walk. But when I'm really with a client or with a group, I do shut my eyes for clarity, so to speak. But I also have made a list for myself today so that I don't let 
I don't forget <laughs> anything that's a part of what this healing should be because it's an important one. We really want to help those people. And they may not take in all the healing energy. That is decided at the soul level. But if we don't provide it the energy, it's like they don't really have a choice. I use the analogy a lot of um, bringing the horse to water. If you bring the horse to water, you can't force it to drink. It is either going to not drink, drink a little bit, or drink a lot. It's up to the horse. We're not going to stand there and push the horse's head into the water, are we? No, we're going to let the horse make the decision. And I feel I'm like the stable hand that leads the horse to water, except for not horses. I'm leading the group. Um, I'm leading the healing. But every individual who receives the energy, receives the help, they make 100% of the time the decision to take in the healing, to move forward, to heal, to balance, whatever, to learn, to grow. And we don't know how fast that soul will decide to do that. But if we haven't led the horse to water, it may not know where it is, and therefore it wouldn't have the choice to drink. And it's the same here. That's why we do these healings, to give these souls a choice to, to partake of the healing, not to force, not to trespass but to provide the help and the hope that we can. Okay. So, <laughs> um, now I would like to begin, and I'm going to ask that everybody take a deep breath, that you all just, with that deep breath, a few deep breaths, let the Anything you have in your mind, any thoughts, any disturbances, oh, I've got to do this, or I only have a certain amount of minutes, remember, this is going to be archived. So you are going to be able to listen at another time, pause it, listen again, pause it, listen again. You can do whatever you want with it. So don't worry if you have to get up in three minutes or ten minutes. I don't know how long the healing is, go, is going to go. I did allow a long time when I signed up for this broadcast, but... Um, I don't expect to go, I think I allowed an hour and a half. I don't expect to go that long. I just, I'm just never sure. Okay, so we're going to get started. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to ask everyone, you can close your eyes or not, but I want you to activate your focus of attention. Now, the focus of attention is really key in this work because it is the turn-on switch. It's what gives permission for the divine energies to enter our free will human kingdom. There's only one free will kingdom, and that is the human kingdom. And the divine energies cannot trespass, and therefore they have to be invited in. And the focus of attention is that switch. It's saying we give permission to the divine energies that we carry and that we have access to. To It gives permission for those energies to move in. They're the heavy hitters, those divine energies. They, it isn't me. I'm just that stable hand, remember? So it is the heavy hitters. They are the heavy hitters, and we want to activate them. So I'm asking that each and every one of you focus first on the divine light that you and everyone carries at the soul level. The higher self call it the pure soul essence. Symbolically, it's represented as light, uh, 
There are many names for it. I'm going to use the higher self name simply because that's what I'm familiar with, but you're not limited to that name. But I want you to understand that pure soul essence is everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. It is given to us the moment we're born as originally as minerals, and we carry it at the soul level in perpetuity forever. It never, ever goes away. It takes a while for our evolution to, in our evolution, to get to the point when we are humans to understand that we carry this divine might and that not only that we carry it, but how to use it, okay? What to do, how to activate it, how to use it. And anybody can do it. It is not so complicated. You need to take a class or a course or, you know, study for weeks or months or years or whatever. Just understand you carry it and to activate it, you focus on it. And you can use a symbol, a spark of light, a flame of a candle. I like the symbol of the sun simply because the sun is so powerful in its own right. It is brilliant, life-giving. It is absolutely a perfect symbol in a way to focus on, visualize, imagine your pure soul essence as the sun. Because in a way it can help us to connect with the enormous power that we're carrying inside. That is often most often dormant because we have gone through so many lives, so many situations and conditions, we didn't know it was there. We didn't know to use it. And even if we knew, we didn't know how to use it. Well, now you're learning if you haven't, if you didn't know already. And many of you probably already knew. So I want you to focus on it. Okay, well, the higher selves are giving me an image and I am seeing that the light is being turned on literally around the globe. Now, <clears throat> So there are many of you that are activating the light. Now, also, even though there are probably less than a dozen actually listening to this live, um, the higher selves are indicating that it, they are working with all the souls around the planet, mostly unknown. And those are at the soul level they're giving permission, not at the mind level. They do not have to hear the recording. And so the higher selves are facilitating the turn-on switch around the planet. So I'm feeling this light beginning to glow all around the planet. And I'm just, this is a powerful picture that I'm getting. I don't see it quite like this so often. It is really beautiful. Now, so we're all focusing on it. Now, as we focus, it's moving in through and around our physical body, our etheric bodies, or the mind of this life, and us at the soul level, known and unknown. There's a lot about the soul that I'm not going to explain here, but there's much more to the soul than many of you realize. And so this light is moving in through and around the totality of who you and each individual is. Now I'm going to ask that we be joined in one accord. Now we're always connected to every, each and every other soul at this pure soul essence level. But I want to bring that connection into consciousness. Into consciousness. It makes it much more powerful. We're consciously sharing. Well, those who listen to it will be consciously sharing. But the others will um, are already sharing. 
So we are just adding that consciousness energy. Consciousness is power. All right. So we're all one with that pure soul essence. Good job, everyone. Boy. And it's just like there is this pulsing coming from the planet just out into the universe, out into the atmosphere, I mean, this pulsing of light. And now I'm going to ask that we become one with the totality of our higher selves and individually. So each individual will have higher selves or will have higher self in charge of them. I'm not going to explain that now. I certainly have explained it in many prior podcasts, and um, it, but it's not important that you understand. Simply focus on your higher selves and individually and now collectively we are going to join in one accord with at the higher self level. With that, I saw the light, the the pulsing of the light off the planet begin to reach much, much further out, 360 degrees around the planet and out into the universe. It is very, very powerful. Um, I am also going to call in many, many other higher selves from every other realm and direction that would care to join us. The Higher Heart Consciousness Group has come in. They are ones that I worked with, and I have podcasts on them. Fascinating, fabulous group. Uh, I think I did it in 2017, 2016, 2017. I'm not sure, but the Higher Heart Consciousness Group, they're in. The Astral Workers, or Higher Heart, uh, our higher selves that work in the astral. The, there are many, many others that are coming in. I'm even seeing the six-dimensional frequency that is coming in to oversee and help manifest, uh, bring results to the healing um, around the globe. Uh, they, are all, this is, they are also indicating to me that this will not only be global, this healing will actually extend into the universe. Now, how do you think that's possible? Well, I'm going to tell you how. What right, we're going to do right now is we're going to turn our focus of attention to becoming one with the originating source of all there is. Now, please understand from the pure soul essence level, we are connected to the originating source and all there is 24-7 in perpetuity. That never goes away. But I liken this connection to the connection that we have with the internet, right? Most of us have the internet around. We can access it 24-7, but we only access it when we need it. Maybe we want to get some information on something. Maybe you want to watch a movie. Maybe you want to do whatever. Maybe you want to post something on social media. When we need it, we plug into the internet, and then we have it at our fingertips. We have so many possibilities, whatever we want, right? Global possibilities. Well, understand that the originating source energy, that divine energy, this endless reservoir of energy, infinite energy, is at our command when we plug in, and we do that with a focus of attention. And so I'm asking that each individual, known and unknown, Focus on the connection we have with the originating source of all there is. And when we do that, we our focus of attention, remember, gives permission for that energy to come in. And it's as if the curtains open or uh, 
maybe not the curtains open, but the, the gates open and just this enormous amount of divine energy moves in and joins the divine energy we've already activated. Now, please understand, if it came in full on, it would literally kill us off. It's so high frequency, but it de-intensifies down to exactly the highest level that we can all utilize it and tolerate it without hurt, without harm. And so it is coming in, becoming one, as I said, with the divine energy we've already activated. And wow, the light now is so ginormous. It's way outside of my visual field. I know it exists, and I feel like, and the higher self, I'm really going to cry. I'm telling you, they're, they're showing me or telling me that it is moving across the zodiacal heavens, <laughs> is what they used to call it. The zodiacal heavens. There are many sections of the universe, and we are able to move into I don't know all, I'm not getting all, but I'm certainly getting at least half, maybe three quarters. It's so huge what we're generating. And it's easy as long as we have this focus of attention. It may seem outlandish, it may seem ridiculous what I'm saying, but I'm just giving you what I'm seeing, how I perceive it. Many of you may perceive it in other ways or may also see the same thing. If you don't perceive anything, just imagine what it would look like. And imagination is used all the time by the higher self. They're giving you information. You think you're imagining it and they're giving it to you for you to have perceptions, ideas, concepts, uh, help. So we are all in now have set up this beautiful energetic field of divine energy and this divine energy is what's going to do the healing and so we're going to start and i'm going to okay i'm going to activate the rainbow bridge for each and every individual the rainbow bridge connects our all of our chakras with the chakras of originating source I'm going to also call in the attunement energy. These two energies absolutely bring our chakra system into the highest state of efficiency, the highest state of alignment and attunement. And for any kind of healing, that's what we want. So everybody, the entire globe is being connected to this energy. And those that you that are conscious, you will bring that conscious power to this connection. Um, and this is really important. I'm also going to call in the amalgamation with the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. Uh, the higher self just indicated that the, the Earth, our Earth, is the planet that houses the humanities that we're familiar with. And so it is important to become one with this soul of the planet Earth. And it also carries a very powerful energy called divine material balance. I've written about it in my first book, um, and it is extremely important. There literally are no souls on this planet that don't need this energy for some reason, big or small. And we would choose another planet if there was another energy that we needed. So this planet has provides this energy. It pulses out of its pure soul essence 
moment to moment to moment, and we all have the opportunity to utilize it. Now you have it in consciousness. This energy materializes from the abstract to the concrete in a totally, perfectly balanced manner. Now, because it's called material, we will tend to think of it as it might materialize money or wealth in some way or territory or belongings. Uh, and yes, it works in that area, but it isn't only that, only that area. It also materializes, helps us to materialize from the abstract to the concrete, gifts and talents, relationships, career, career choices, our mission. Anything and everything that we have ideas about that just in the abstract, this energy can help us bring it into manifestation. But it's only in a balanced manner. It's not going to hurt or harm you or anyone else. So we call in divine material balance. It's a divine energy, and it knows exactly how much to give, where to give, what to heal, what to promote, what, 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 how to unfold. Okay, so divine material balance is really important. We want to help manifest, materialize this healing for the humanities that we're doing currently. Okay, so that's come in, and it is a beautiful energy. I, I feel it so, um, you know, so often you hear people talk about being grounded. Well, it's because at some level there's an understanding that the planet itself is very important to our existence. Now, the higher selves do not talk about grounding in the same way, but I see the connection very, very clearly. And uh, whenever I focus on the pure soul essence and become one with that as well with the planet, I do feel what I imagine grounding would feel like. It is a very powerful, serene, comfortable energy, but it has like a throbbing, you know, like a boom. Boom, you know, like a heartbeat. And it's just, it's beautiful. So uh, hopefully um, some of you out there feel it. Okay. All right. Well, the higher selves are indicating the first thing they want to do before we actually get to the releases is they're asking that we all activate the divine love energy. It is the highest healing energy that we have access to. And they want that divine love healing healing energy to provide it, be provided to not only each and every soul, but to be moved into the force fields of energy around the planet. And just so I want everyone to pulse, you can receive the divine love energy, each of you, but I want you to also continue to focus on it being given out, promote, not promoted, um, shared with the entire planet and all the souls on the planet. The higher heart consciousness guides are very much taking part in this. They're bringing you this, uh, they're infusing this divine love planetary-wide for any, each and every soul that cares to utilize it, that cares, that not cares to utilize it, but chooses to utilize it. Remember, it's, it's done at the soul level. Um, free will is a soul-level decision and is held at the soul level. It's not held at the mind level. Okay, so we want to call on that divine love. Okay, now we're going to begin the releases. And um, okay, I want to, I want to, I want them to see how we're going. To, I want to see how we're going to proceed. They don't give me previews. Okay, I don't necessarily know ahead how they're going to want to 
proceed with one of these global healings or any healing really I rarely ever get previews. So let me just see. Okay, so um, they want me to release. Okay, they're doing it a little bit differently. They want me to begin to release hopelessness. Ask for everyone to release hopelessness. Hopelessness, helplessness, powerlessness. Okay, and then I'm getting sort of a neon flashing. I want to infuse divine hope. Okay, I want to continue to have everybody release, and I'm seeing just, it's almost like, Darkness rising from the planet. It's not darkness evil. It's darkness low frequency. Hopelessness doesn't carry a high frequency. It's sad. It's devastating. It hurts. And so hopelessness carries that pain, that suffering. And we, that is also coming up with a hopelessness. Uh, and I want just to keep focusing. I want everyone to release hopelessness, powerlessness. Uh, pain, suffering, agony, despair, devastation, discouragement, anything and everything along those lines that are is tied to the hopelessness. So the, the divine hope now, we're going to pour in the divine hope. And I want everyone to utilize it, absorb it, take it on as much as you can, just provide it for yourself. And of course, you at the soul level will make the decisions, but I am seeing hope being sucked in like we're all sponges, okay? I want to keep doing the hope, 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 hope. And everyone can think about what they are hoping for because hope is a very important energy. What are you hoping for? Better lives, more stability, to heal some issues, some patterns, your body, uh, you hoping for a mate, uh, you hoping for a job, you're hoping for what? What are you hoping for? And you don't have to name everything. Pick one or two or three things. In general, we don't want to be too specific with this energy, okay? I'm about to show you why. We don't want to be too specific because the more specific we are, the more we're actually limiting what we can bring in. So let me give you an example. You want to meet a mate. Well, if you think to yourself, well, I want him to be six feet tall, dark hair, blue eyes, make X amount of money, live in X place or within so many miles from me. Each time you add a characteristic or an element to what you hope for, you're cutting out other possibilities. It may be the ones that really are best for you or a one that is really best for you. So you want to put hope, you want to put into the hope just the general idea. Maybe you, the main thing you want is happiness. Maybe the main thing you want is fulfillment. But let's not list what makes us happy and fulfilled. Just allow yourself at those inner levels to direct you, to empower that whatever you're doing, that you will feel fulfilled or uh, find meaningful or whatever you, um, you're hoping for. So I think you understand. Okay, so now I'm asking for each and every other person to call in the energy of divine faith. Now, hope and faith sound religious-oriented, and that's okay, but the higher self has also given us this information about 
hope and faith. They always work together because first we call in the hope, we infuse it with what we hope for, and then we call him the faith. Faith is a real energy, divine faith. This isn't individual faith to believe this belief or that belief or this God or that God. It's not that kind of faith. This is divine faith, and this faith is the energy to help manifest all that is hoped for. Okay? So now we're calling in divine faith. It's not tied to any belief system. It's not tied to any thoughts or shoulds or shouldn'ts. It's an energy to help manifest all that we hope for. And we call in the divine material balance. It's also an energy to help materialize, right, from the abstract to the concrete in a perfectly balanced manner. And so these are two what I call creation energies. They help us create in life what we're hoping for, what we want from the abstract to the concrete. And divine energy can only work in the highest ideal. It can't trespass. It can't create something miserable in your life. It can't hurt or harm. Never. So these two birthing energies are as pure and as powerful as you can imagine. And they are now provided to the entire planet. Okay. I wasn't expecting to go uh, with those birthing energies, but we did anyway, so that's okay. I never know going in, as I said. All right, so let's see. What else are they going to show me? Okay. So now they're having me. They're going right to the judgment arena. Judgment, blame, criticism, attack, uh, shoulds and shouldn'ts, rights and wrongs, all of those kind of things that tell us not only that that we blame ourselves, but we blame others. It is a part of the human condition, blame, and it absolutely holds us stuck. Uh, What they're they're doing first (laughs) is they're having me call in divine forgiveness and divine understanding. So those divine forgiveness and divine understanding energies are moving in through and around the entire planet. They are being provided to each and every soul. They are um, moving in through and around as much as we accept it into the soul level. And what them there, we're going to release, okay, blame. Blame, judgment, uh, attack, uh, okay, handing over responsibility to the other person, to, uh, to somebody else, something else, government, neighbors, councils, Uh, anything but ourselves. Please understand that we're all 100% responsible for our outer reality, 100%. We don't know that. So so much of us, we we don't know that. We haven't been in lives that have that concept. And even if we have that concept, it's really hard to even think about being responsible when we're in an earthquake and our house falls down or our brother, our sister, our father was murdered. It's hard to understand. We move into the blame place. Please understand the choices for death, the choices for trauma, drama, hurt, pain, suffering, they come at the soul level. We can't imagine at the mind level why any soul would choose that. But you have to understand, I have seen 
I read from the soul level and I understand now so much better than I ever did from years of doing this work. Why the soul level decisions are made. We can't understand at the mind level. Why would anybody want to be sick and get cancer? We don't understand. We can't imagine. But you go in, you can read the soul level, you see why that soul may be choosing it. And there's a million different reasons. It isn't the same reason for each soul. And it's complicated. It is complicated. So what I am seeing now is this this idea of judgment, blame, the um, and false beliefs about who's in charge, about who's responsible. I'm seeing that stuff being released. So divine responsibility is also being moving in here. This is the concept of true self-responsibility. It isn't just about you go to work and earn a living and support your family, your children, your mate, your parents, whatever, yourself. It isn't simply about that. It is much deeper than that. So we're letting go of the limitations that we have about self-responsibility. Everybody can let it go. And all and the proper self-responsibility is coming in. When we don't understand who's responsible, guess what? We blame. We criticize. It's their fault. What do you think? It's not me. I didn't choose that. It's you. We become susceptible to others who feel the same way, others and their belief systems. The, any kind of belief system we want to release, the rights and wrongs, the shoulds and shouldn'ts, the, the just feeling like a victim, all the victim patterns where we absolutely, when we blame someone, we give over responsibility or blame something, we give responsibility to external to us, we aren't, we make ourselves a victim and then we put ourselves into a wait pattern. We have to wait till the other person or the other people or the other situation changes and now comes in and fixes us or makes it right for us. And you, it, we become powerless. So a big part of this is that powerless thing. Hear it coming up again. So I'm asking everybody to release powerlessness powerlessness and blame, judgment, criticism, attack, victim. Now, when we blame someone or something else, we become the victim and the others become the victimizers, okay? Now, when we blame someone else, they become the victimizers because you have to have the two. If you have a victim... You have to have a victimizer, right? So the victimizers and the victims fit like a glove. If you have carry a victim pattern, you carry, you were going to call in victimizers, real or imagined. Real or imagined. So then what happens is when you call in the victim, it validates your belief. I mean, a victimizer, it validates your belief. You start to see in your outer reality all these victimizers. Depends on what you're thinking about, what your belief system is, how you're processing this victim pattern. Everybody would do it slightly differently. And in come the victimizers, okay? 
Now, what if people blame you? We've all been blamed. And is it comfortable? Does it feel good? Aren't we upset? Sometimes furious, angry, uh, resentful? When we get blamed, we become the victimizer, you see. Sometimes we have no clue. We didn't even know we quote-unquote did something. Or sometimes what we did came from pure loving intentions and it's misread, misinterpreted, and suddenly we're the bad guy when all what we wanted to do was the good guy. So being a victimizer stinks. We automatically sometimes just put victimizers into a big pot of bad, evil, you know, wrong, you know, get rid of them, toxic. I'm telling you guys, we've all been victimizers. And there is no soul that is evil, according to the higher self at the higher levels. There is no judgment. There is no right and wrong. There's no good and evil. It's just the perception that we have at the human level. Okay. We accept that. We've heard that before. So I'm just telling you that this is, it's important that we don't denigrate, attack, criticize, uh, minimize, uh, distort the victimizers because we've all been there. We've all been blamed. Rightfully or not. And that rightfully part would be you would decide. Each individual side. Oh, yeah, well, I guess maybe I did do that. Or maybe, no, I'm sorry, I never meant to do that. I never did that. What are you talking about? So I'm just saying, guys, that the we want to release both the victim pattern and the victimizer pattern. Okay, a lot of these people who are in this group that I started out with and we're working on the whole planet, but I haven't lost sight on this group. They carry, a lot of them carry the role of victimizer, but they feel like victims and they often are lashing out. They're getting back at, they're getting vengeance. They want to right some wrong that they believe they've been done. They've some something, somebody, some situation, some condition, some group has done them wrong. And so they want to get back. They want to attack. They want revenge. They want to hurt someone else as bad as they've been hurt. And in different degrees, we've all been there, done that. And so we want to help these individuals. And that's exactly what we're doing. And we're helping ourselves at the same time because we all have a little bit of everything. Just differs in degrees and how it, the details of how it manifests. So everyone release the victim and the victimizer pattern. And we're going to call in divine clarity of vision and expanded perception. We're going to call in divine understanding, divine Acceptance, divine acceptance of the self and of others, and divine forgiveness of the self and of others. Very important. And it's like I'm seeing a blanket of these energies, one blanket after another, all the ones that we've called in being moved 360 degrees around. 
and the and the blanket is intermingling with the energy blanket with all the other energies and so it's like we provided a cocktail of hope here a cocktail of help here it is absolute i don't know why i use the word cocktail a some sort of mix of all of these energies and in some way every single soul is getting access to these energies and the energies are so prominent so powerful they are part of the entire wave of energy because remember when we say divine hope or divine clarity of vision divine acceptance divine forgiveness we're, we're also utilizing that endless endless powerful resource reservoir of energy that we've activated with by focusing on and inviting in the uh, originating source energy we've opened up those that flow it's just enormous ginormous and it's available to everyone okay so we've done a lot i have to just open my eyes for a second check on the time i have no clue okay um all right now i would like to call in i just had some reminders here divine expansion evolutionary enlightenment Divine respect, divine empathy, divine joy, cooperation, communication, and change, divine change. Why would we call in divine change when there's been so much change already, right? Well, change is a powerful energy, and no soul will accept the change unless they're ready for it. They make that decision. And and change is so powerful. It always brings us, when we've accepted it, it always actually brings us to a higher frequency level, to something better. And But when we're going through the change, we don't necessarily understand that. It can feel chaotic. It can feel, I don't know, we could be panic-stricken. A lot of fear can come up fear, um, all sorts of things like that. And, okay, the higher selves are saying we have to move to that fear element. I was sort of jumping ahead. Um, yeah, I'm getting the, like, the neon lights. They want me to release fear. Uh, call off the fear. Fear keeps us apart. It's a separator. You know, it's um, a fight or flight. Fear doesn't bring on connection, communication, Right? love and joy it's fight or flight guys we want to release that fear we want to release as much as we can the uh the feelings of vulnerability the feelings like oh my god what's going to happen to me just the insecurities the feeling um the feeling of vulnerability and the feeling of um anxiety stress uh, sometimes it can be so intense that it disables us. We want to release all of that kind of fear, too. It just depends. Maybe, you know, there's there are many types of fears out there. We don't have to list them all, but many carry devastating uh, problems or effects or results. Um, there is a great, great limiter. When we're afraid, we often don't take those steps forward. We don't often don't take the chances. And I don't mean risks. 
I mean, opportunity kind of chances. We just don't know. So it's the fear of the unknown. It's fear of change. It's just fear on every and every on every level in every arena. We want to release that fear. And I'm seeing it's almost like the fear has been gathered up from around all the individuals on the planet. And I'm seeing one huge release of fear. The higher selves are kind of, I want to say, sucking it up. The higher selves that are in charge of this whole healing. It's almost like it's just one gigantic, I want to say, like um, release from an oil well. But that's small compared to what I'm seeing. It's like one big chunk of the planet. I'm sure it's over one of the chakras. I'm thinking maybe over the heart center of the planet. There is just this fear pouring out. The higher selves are symbolically pulling out the fear. And as they pull it out, it's coming from all the souls around the planet that's willing to release. When they're done neutralizing, they are returning that neutralized energy back to each individual. And that's been going on the whole time. If you're releasing victim into this sort of conglomerate light that we've, we've created, we've become one with, your energy will absolutely be returned to you. Uh, so there is no, you're not giving away any energies. But I'm seeing it. It's almost like it's easier for them to do it en masse as one. Not seen this before, but I love it. It's just fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Just this huge, you know, instead of a rain shower with just, you know, sometimes you see those rain showers on the Weather Channel where there's just like one big dump going down, just in sort of one gigantic column. This is reversed. It's one big dump going up into the light and it's being um, neutralized and then distributed back around the world 360 degrees. So it, this tremendous, tremendous, I'm so glad they reminded me about the fear. That is a great separator. It is a great hate producer. It is a great rejection and um, fault finding producer. It is part of the you know, blame pattern. It is an isolator. It keeps us either in battle with one another or we run away. So we want that fight or flight to disappear. Those kind of responses to disappear. We want to call in divine, um, again, divine communication, divine cooperation, divine understanding, and divine acceptance. Oh, and I'm seeing a big difference in the colors now. I don't often see color. Many of you out there may. Once in a while I see it. But now I'm seeing color being moved up that that reverse rainfall column. Um, wow. I'm not sure why that is. I can't tell you why it is. Because I still feel this release going on and there's a lot of pain and suffering here. We don't feel fear just for fun. We've had real experiences, real situations and conditions where we have been hurt, both physically, emotionally, mentally, 
psychologically, we've had tremendous amount of hurt and suffering. And that's where the fear comes out of it. We don't want it again. So we're afraid to put ourselves in those situations or conditions. We're afraid to that that might happen again. And so there's a lot of this, um, just a lot, a lot of this coming out. I'm so glad they, again, that they reminded me. And that hurt and the pain that is associated that created in some ways a lot of that fear, all that hurt and pain is coming out. The suffering, great suffering here, great suffering. And again, I'm seeing hopelessness, helplessness, and powerlessness. Yeah, and a lot of tears, a lot of tears, a lot of sorrow, a lot of grief, and a lot of heartache. Just pouring out this heart center. And maybe those different colors were representative of different kinds of things that we are moving to. Uh, I'm not sure. But in any case, um, just because I'm not, I'm not someone who sees color a lot, so I'm not as good at interpreting it as many who do see it. So in any case, I am seeing this color, but there's definitely releases going on. And so the color is not signifying to me. I'm having a hard time interpreting, so that's okay. I'm just knowing that these things are being let go. Oh, self-identities are coming up. People who identify as some type of person. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just angry and bitter. That's just who I am. Something like that. Or, you know, I'm a Pollyanna. And all I do is I just have rose-colored glasses and that's all I can see. We have self-identities that we've taken on throughout this life and every life. We have so many of them. And so we want to release the self-identities that limit us, that hold us stuck, that hold us um, afraid that hold us hopeless, all of those self-identities. Well, I don't know. No one loved me growing up. I don't know if I deserve love. I'm loveless. I'm undeserving. That's the kind of thing we want to release, release. However we define ourselves, that is going to hold us stuck, make it more difficult for us to move through this, this release, this life, our unfoldment, our mission, whatever prevents us or blocks us from the full healing, the full meaning, the full full, um, fulfillment and joy. And I am seeing now the divine joy moving in, again, blanketing the planet. And it's so huge, it's moving out to become one of the totality of all that we put in. It's really beautiful, guys. Just just beautiful. And I'm more of a sensor kind of person. I feel it. And I do feel a relief. There is a lot has been unburdened. A lot of individuals, I'm feeling as if there's some burden has been lifted on maybe only a little on each person. I don't know that it's this huge thing per person, but as a whole, it's, it's this huge weight is coming off because we're dealing with a conglomerate, what, seven, seven and a half billion souls. So we're dealing with a conglomerate. So we are actually moving this 
out enough, there's enough that I'm feeling this sort of sigh of relief, so to speak, this consensus that um, we're going to be okay, that there's hope here, there's possibilities here. Okay, with that, the higher selves are moving to symbolically put a cocoon of energy around the whole planet. It's really going around all the humanities to help them integrate, uh, acclimate, and adjust to all that was given. Um, It's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It is this energy, this cocoon is manned by the higher self, for those individuals who are still giving permission at the soul level to let go, to release, to uh, allow the divine energies to operate in the human soul, the free will arena. Uh, those will still go on at some point. The soul will say, enough for now, but whatever it is, those, every soul will have this energy to acclimate and assimilate and integrate all that has been done. It's been a lot, and I feel really good about it, and I'm getting a giant thumbs up. It's just ridiculous. It's so big. It's as big as the planet. <laughs> um, they, you know, I get these kind of symbolic messages, you know, just to move me forward. So anyway, with that, we're actually done with the healing. I hope that you all um, followed, followed it, that you took time to uh, do it for yourself. Um, If you have any questions, any concerns, any comments, uh, please send me an email to jvz, that's like Victor Victor, jvzm, as in Mary, Richmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D, and I'll answer you personally. Also, by the way, my old website uh, was hacked so badly that I was getting between two and 5,000 emails a day. The hosting site had to close it down uh, because it was affecting their servers. So I had to do a new website. Um, It took me a long time to get around to it because I was so busy, and it's a very simple one, but it's the same URL, janetrichmond.com or hireselfvoice.com. And so you can get it. It's a very simple website, and you can just kind of get a little bit of a sense of who I am and what I do. Um, any old email addresses on my two prior books, uh, on my other podcasts, none of them work anymore. The one that I gave you is the one that works, Richmond again, at gmail.com. Now, It's attached to Gmail. It's not attached to any website. So if I'm ever hacked again, I won't have that problem. So you you can use that one. Um, Anyway, so with that, I'm going to close it down. Uh, I appreciate you being there. Uh, Remember, I have many archives through Blog Talk Radio. You can archive anytime you want. I think I have a link on my website. I'm not sure. It's so simple. Um, In any case, I really appreciate you. I wish you the best and good luck with everything COVID. Um, Wish you and your families, your loved ones, 
I wish you, I give you all my heart and soul to those that you might have lost, and we can move forward, guys. Okay? We did good. All right? And I thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And every time you listen to that, that recording, the healing happens again with every listener. Absolutely happens again. Happens again. So you can listen to it over and over again. You can pause it whenever you want and work on yourself some other areas that I didn't deal with. Okay? All right, guys. And with that, I am going to say goodbye. Hmm. It's been so long since I have done blog talk. Not so long, but I haven't done very much that I forgot I got to do the app. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, HigherSelfVoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com.